night, all day. Shanta is savage and uh, she's giving us uh, the good old uh, 90s, early 2000s of beautiful music. 15 minutes after 11, this is uh, the Closet Conversation on Late Night Conversations. I'd like to remind everyone who's under the age of 18 not to, to be tuned in. Parents, please keep those young ones out as we talk male fertility and a diet. And we're not going to leave it there. We're also going to talk about how your diet can also assist you to have a better, more exciting love life, especially in the bed. Um, we are joined by uh, Muloko Mishlape, who's a self-employed private practicing dietitian and a part-time lecturer at the Sifako Mahato Health Science University. Thank you very much for joining us, Muloko. You are welcome. How are you? Good I'm, evening. Good evening. I'm so excited to be speaking to you. Uh, ben was saying you've got such a sweet, lovely voice and people will, are going to be fooled that you're probably like 15. <laughs> but no, you're a grown woman. <laughs> yes, I'm actually 32. I'm ah, still very young. Still very young. <laughs> so, Muloko, we, we, we are going to be talking about diet um, yes. and male fertility and uh, sex lives for people. You know, how important is it for us just in general to be very conscious of what we put into our bodies okay first i'm happy to be talking about this topic because um the role of nutrition when it comes to male fertility is seldom neglected when we talk about reproductive health so nutrition plays a major major role in the development of the reproductive system itself in sperm formation in sperm um maturation and movement through the female uh, reproductive system to the egg. So it's very important that we eat very healthy, not just for the reproductive health, but for general health as well to prevent chronic diseases of lifestyle and also to have um, a well-functioning immune system that can fight diseases for us. Mm. Hey, Timas, I'd like to make sure that you have this number on speed dial so you can ask your questions to our dietitian, Umuluko Mishlapi. The number is 011-714-2006 or you can WhatsApp on 614 SMSs go to 41391 and they are charged at 1.50. Muluko, what causes a low sperm count or what could affect the sperm count of a man? Okay, when it comes to diets, there are different types of nutrients that are involved in uh, sperm count, in sperm formation. For example, vitamin C increases the sperm count and concentration. Uh, B vitamins support the sperm formation. Vitamin A protects the quality of the sperm, while folic acid and zinc increase the total sperm count as well. Vitamin E increases sperm motility, which is the movement of the sperm through the female reproductive system to the egg. So low intake of this nutrient can result in low sperm count. The other thing that I can mention is excessive alcohol intake. When we are taking a lot of alcohol, um, we are also um, affecting the sperm count and concentration the formation of sperm as well and mortality as well. So alcohol, definitely a no-no, but we need to make sure that we are aware of the nutrients that go into the body. Uh, Yes, we cannot say alcohol is a no-no, but we can say that people should drink sensibly or in moderation. So in a day, the recommendations for for a male when it comes to alcohol 
is two units of beer, which is 330 mils per day, and they don't accumulate. It doesn't mean if you didn't drink from Monday to Friday, Saturday you can have um, like 10 or 12. So two beers, which is two units, should be enough. When it comes to wine, we say two glasses for a man, which is, and at last we are referring to 150 mils. When it comes to spirits, we say um, two tots should be enough for a day. And a tot we're talking about around one, uh, I mean 25 mils, 25 mils. Well, I know one thing for certain, those who are begruntled because alcohol sales is not permitted uh, during this lockdown level are not pleased with us. <laughs> or at least let me say they're not pleased with you because you're mentioning uh, one tot, two tots, you know, <laughs> glasses of wine and, you know, kotsnyana. But geez, people are not pleased with this because yeah, they're yeah, not drinking yeah. at Too all. Bad. <laughs> Too so, so alcohol is allowed, but in moderation, in moderation and no over binging because it does lower the, the sperm count. But then other people will say, when I drink spirits or I drink alcohol, then I, I, I feel more viral when I'm having sex. I've got more power. Wouldn't that not mean that I'm producing more sperm? No, you, you can be energetic. The other thing is when we are drinking spirits, some people, they mix them with um, low-calorie um, drinks, which can contribute to the, um, to that energy. Or as other people have seen, they're using Red Bulls, energy drinks, or other energy drinks, like um, when they, they uh, dash their, their spirits. That could be the case. But in terms of um, quality, alcohol is doing the opposite. It negatively um, impacts the spam counts, the quality, the motility as well. Still on the issue of talking about male fertility, um, the foods that really, really affect uh, male uh, fertility, can we talk about those? Okay. I think we should start about those that um, negatively are impacted. Yeah. So we always um, tell people that they need to avoid uh, processed foods. They need to avoid uh, fatty, sugary foods because... All these food they contribute to um, excessive energy intake, and then when you are taking a lot of energy, chances are you are going to struggle to maintain a healthy body weight. And weight also contributes uh, when it comes to to fertility. When someone is overweight and ob- or obese, um, they will struggle with fertility. So. In other words, you can say that um, being overweight or obesity changes the balance in the reproductive hormone, which can lead to infertility. Okay, and and what other foods are are harmful other than that? Because I I know many would say those who smoke are at risk of lowering their fertility. smoking is also a contributing factor as well. So for that, we don't say smoke in moderation. We say quit smoking because smoking is a risk for a lot of things. Mm. And and are there any other specific foods that we should be looking out for that work against sperm count and fertility? Yes, uh, processed foods uh, which are very high in salt and high in fat. We're looking at bacon, your Russian, your Viennes, um, your Polonies as well. So, uh, and then we're also looking at um, fast food. We're not saying people should not eat fast food. You can do that once in a while. But the problem is when today you're having pizza, the following day is burger, the next day is hot wings. So we say eat healthy. 90% of the time, then there is that little 10% that we reserve for what we call trips. 
Treats are food that we like, but because they are high in calories or high in salt, fat, or sugar, we shouldn't have them all the time. We should have them in moderation, maybe once in a week or once in two weeks, but not all the time. And I've I've read somewhere though that um, the uh, walnuts are also not too good for males' sperm count. Is this true? That is not true. Nuts are actually a very important um, food items when it comes to uh, male fertility because they have um, unsaturated fat that is good for sperm quality. All right, and and how does how how does one then know how you know or have the willpower to avoid these uh, no go foods for male fertility and sperm count, especially because the foods that you've mentioned are very delicious, very tasty. The men love them. Yes. Okay. Uh, when it comes to nutrition, you need to start by um, developing a healthy relationship with food meaning that you can have all the food items in moderation. We are not totally avoiding junk food, but we have it once in a while. Let's say it's your partner's birthday. We cannot say, and you are used to taking them out when it's their birthday. You cannot say, no, this year I'm watching my fertility, or this year I'm trying to lose weight. I, I cannot take you out. So as much as food is supposed to nourish us, it should also provide that enjoyment. So we can say, once in a while, one can have um, uh, those uh, junk food. So we need to start by having a good relationship with food. And that does not happen over time. It's something that is going to, to uh, happen um, over maybe three months, maybe. And then every habit, when we replace a bad habit with a good habit, we need to celebrate that. Because healthy eating is not, it, it's not supposed to be really difficult. People just make it. Uh, to be something that is really complicated or really, really difficult, but it's not supposed to be there. So be healthy, eat the right foods, and, and have the right relationship with food in order yes. for you to be able to avoid these uh, bad foods. But obviously, yes. if you don't know that they are bad for your fertility and you don't know that they are bad for your sperm count and they are bad for your sex drive, obviously, you you won't know what to avoid. But now that you know, um, you'll be able to avoid it. But on the, on, on the flip side, there are people who are exceptionally health conscious, men who are exceptionally health conscious. Some mm. even go on things like intermittent fasting and eat one meal a day and go to the gym all the time does this help them with their sperm count especially if they are going through long periods of fasting I wouldn't recommend anyone to be skipping off yes intermittent fasting does work uh, but studies show that uh, if you are on intermittent fasting it doesn't mean that you're going to be losing weight more than when you are having more frequent meals when you are portioning your meals the right way. So I would advise that people have small frequent meals. You have breakfast and then around maybe around eight and then around uh, ten you snack with a fruit or nut. And then one it's lunchtime, around three, four you snack again and then around uh, six, seven that is when we are having supper. Having small frequent meals helps to to achieve your daily nutrient uh, requirement. Unlike when you skip meals, you're not going to meet uh, your daily nutrient requirements. So I don't uh, promote meal skipping, to be honest. Mm. All right, uh, but uh, how would it affect the sperm count if one was uh, involved in such a diet? 
Okay. Uh, as I'm mentioning that, if you're going to be having one meal a day or you're going to be having three meals in a day, it means you're not going to be meeting. For every nutrient, there is daily recommended intake. Like, for example, vitamin um, D, you are, you, I mean, uh, calcium, you need to take around 1,200 milligrams in a day. And for you to achieve that, you need to be eating around three daily products in a day. So if you are going to be skipping your chances of meeting your calcium requirements are going to be really, really slim. So, and you might also have other uh, dietary-related um, diseases, your iron deficiency anemia, which is related to low intake of iron, and you don't want that. But if you're going to be having small frequent meals, you, you will be achieving your daily nutrient requirements and your fertility will be uh, up there as well. I've got a voice note here from our A-teamers. Good evening. I wouldn't like to call my name. It's personal to myself. Sorry, my last message was not that clear. Uh, I'm staying in Cape Town, out by Cape Town. What? What I want to know is, when you're born with the problem that they are discussing today, and you grow up with that problem, uh, will that be the food, or will that be a medical problem, and can you get assistance? Okay, so um, can one be born with uh, issues with their fertility, or is it related to the food? And if so, the A-team is asking, can medical intervention assist? Yes, one can be born born with a fertility issue. That is why it's very important. You know, the thing with men is they don't, they don't visit uh, their reproductive specialists as often as us women. You know, as women, like we know that once or twice a year we need to see our gynecologist. But with men, they rarely see their urologist. So it's very important that if you see that you are having issues, you visit uh, this uh, specialist as well so that they can tell where the problem is. I always hear people saying, I've been trying um, I've been trying to conceive, we've been trying to conceive for three years, but surprisingly they haven't involved any medical uh, specialist in this intervention. They are just trying on, on their own and we might not know where the problem is. Hmm. All right, all right. So you can be born with it, but you need to see uh, someone medically. And food can correct it as well? Um, if it's a dietary-related issue, yes, food can can um, can correct it. Like, let's say you have vitamin D deficiency, we can give you supplementation for that. And then, but if it's medically related, then we might need to involve a urologist who can tell what is up. Maybe the that are blocked somewhere that's why we need to uh, involve them. We are talking to Muluko Mishlapi, who is a self-employed private uh, practicing dietitian, and she's also a part-time lecturer at the Sifako Mahato Health Sciences University. The time is half past 11, um, and I'd love to hear from you, A-teamers, around fertility, male fertility specifically, and diet, and also how the diet can 
possibly boost that uh, sex life. The number to dial is 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. Now, you know, <laughs> Muluko, there was once a WhatsApp that came in from an aid humor who was saying that when he eats inkomazi, sour milk, um, before having, you know, to go to have sex, then he it becomes more viral, you know, he becomes more strong, he's got power and the sex is excellent. Does dairy do dairy products have anything to do with the way uh, men produce sperm, their fertility, and also um, the way they they get energy? Okay, the energy could be like I said. We have different types of food groups that have different functions uh, in the body. So the energy could be uh, coming from uh, carbohydrates. When you're having one cup of ingomasi, it gives you around. 12 grams of carbohydrates. It could be the contributing factor uh, to that um, high energy. So if you can have anything that is um, carbohydrate-based, maybe one to two hours before the date, then that can help with the energy. All right, so the carbohydrates help with the energy, but uh, do dairy products help with uh, fertility? Because there is a concept, uh, a conception of dairy products and eggs help with fertility. Okay, when it comes to fertility, we cannot point out a single food or a few food items to say they improve fertility. Like I said, we have different types of nutrients which are found in different types of food groups, and they are all important uh, in, in, in fertility. That is why we don't believe in superfoods saying that you need to only have eggs to improve your fertility. So I can say consuming a prudent diet that consists of different types of fruits and vegetables. In a day, they say an adult should consume around five portions of fruits and vegetables in a day. So I'm not referring to five vegetables, five fruits. A combination of fruits and vegetable portions in a day should be five for us to achieve the required and micronutrients or vitamins and minerals necessary uh, to prevent diseases and also to boost one's fertility. And also when we are consuming these fruits and vegetables, we should consume different colors of, you know, when they say eat a rainbow, it means if you can um, have cabbage, then you can have spinach the next day, then uh, you need to have pumpkin, you need to have different colors represent different types of nutrients which are all important in in, in fertility. The other thing is you need to eat whole grain um, uh, starches, which is mostly your brown starches. And then the bean family, the legumes, um, we need to also consume it at least two to three times in a week. Nuts are very important. And then fish for omega-3 fatty acids. And then we also need to consume low-fat dairy products. Very important to consume low-fat, not just any dairy products. And then um, also that could be a multi-step approach to improve male reproductive parameters. I've got questions here. Some you've answered already, but I'll read them out nonetheless. This one is from uh, Donald in Rustenburg who says, is it true that dairy products can boost our sperm production and fruits such as bananas? Another one is from Andres in Guadalajara. Andres says, wow, we hear bicycle contributes on male sex lives. I don't know how. Andres, please tell us. And uh, he asks, how about half done eggs? Uh, Do they assist in a sperm count? 
Okay. Um, protein is a very important component of of uh, sperm formation as well. So any food item that is uh, protein based is definitely going to help with the sperm count. That is how we encourage people to have balanced meal. A balanced meal should have a starchy food, and then it should have protein. It should have either a fruit or a vegetable and healthy fat. Healthy fat, we get it from your nuts. We get it from your um, olives, from your avocado. You get it from your canola oil, olive oil. And this seeds that we add in our cereals, your shea seeds, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds as well, and oily fish such as salmon. For example, for breakfast, let's say someone is eating oats for breakfast. That counts as a starch, which gives them energy. Also gives them some of the vitamins and minerals because our starches in South Africa, they are fortified. And then it also gives us fiber for, for our healthy gut as well. And then that oats, we add low-fat milk, which is a protein that is going to help with sperm formation and building our muscles in the body. And then we and then we can add just a handful of berries there, which uh, contain a lot of antioxidants and vitamins and minerals, which are important in reproductive health as well. Let's say someone is having rice, that is a starch. We add meat, and then that is a protein. There must always be a vegetable to balance that off, because these this different food groups they have different functions in one's body. Okay, so there's a lot that we need to learn and uh, sometimes uh, our diets are contributing to uh, the low sperm count and fertility. Now, the diet, is it also a contributor to the dropping of sperm count? Um, Yes, you've mentioned it, but is it the major contributor or is it one of the contributors? It is a major contributor of, of stem card. Like I mentioned that there are different types of nutrients. Vitamin C increases like the, the stem count. And then we have uh, the B vitamins which are involved in, in, in stem formation, vitamin A. So if you are not taking enough fruits and vegetables in a day, you're going to have a deficiency of this nutrient and hence you'll have fertility issues. Let me go to the A-teamers who are on the line. And Nelson, good evening. Evening one more time, Patricia. Good evening. And our honorable guest, Luke. Hi, good. Nelson. Yes. Uh, I'm happy to be with you on air. Thank you. Look, guys, please help me. I'll be honest with you. I have a problem of erection. Uh, look, on Friday, I'll be with my wife. I have that eager to make a... I want to make her see stars uh, on the moon. But my problem is with erection. What is it that I must do or drink or take in my body that can make it, can That can make a cry like a small baby. <laughs> Hi, Bo. Nelson, why must she cry like a small baby? Shouldn't she be enjoying herself? Uh, because she will be enjoying 
Hey, but that analogy, you know, I'm just uh, Nelson. Do do you do you, have you ever seen a small baby cry? Do you know how sad that is? <laughs> what, not not really a baby. Ah, I know what you're trying to say, but I'm just yeah. Okay, yeah. thanks, Nelson. Let's allow uh, Muloko to respond. Muloko. Okay, one thing I can say is um, avoid sugary drinks because when you have sugary drinks or food before the date, maybe uh, two, three hours before the date, they can spike your blood sugar levels. And then when your blood sugar levels are high, uh, your central nervous system becomes suppressed. That is why um, one of the side effects of diabetes is um, uh, erection as well. You know, um, So I would say that don't have sugary things um, two to three hours before that. Have balanced meal, a balanced meal, maybe three hours before that consists of uh, starch. And starch, the quality of the starch counts as well. We prefer more of your brown starches because they are high in fiber. So being high in fiber, it means they stay in your stomach. Remember, fiber is that rustage that is refined in food and it's not digestible. So when a starch is high in fiber, it takes long to digest. So when it takes longer to digest, it means it releases sugar at a very slow rate into your blood. So it gives you sustainable energy. Unlike when you are having white starches like your white bread, your biscuits, you know, all the sugary snacks, they, are, they don't have fiber and they are high in GI, meaning when you eat them, they get digested immediately and they release sugar into your bloodstream really fast. And when your sugar is too high, it's going to suppress your central nervous system and you'll have erection issues. So a balanced meal that consists of whole grain starches and low-fat protein. So we eat more of our lean meat. There is some space from whole once in a while, but most of the time we need to have lean meat that don't have too much and there must be a vegetable on that meal or a fruit on that meal to balance the meal off. Let's go to Tony. Tony, good evening. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. I'd like to know, pumpkin seed oil, does that do anything to your uh, you know, fertility and all that? Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, to your testosterone levels and all that, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's got a lot of different nutrients, it's got different minerals in it, doesn't do anything. Mm. All right, let's allow Muloko to um, answer that one, Tony. Please uh, tune in on the radio. Muloko, pumpkin seed oil and testosterone. Yes. Okay. Um, the reason of having ever mentioned that we have four different types of food groups that don't function the same in the body. The final one that I mentioned is healthy fat. So healthy fat, we get it from the seeds as well, and then we get it from our um, our oils as well. We recommend plant-based um, oils. So uh, the main purpose of having this healthy fat, of incorporating this healthy fat in our diet is for production and regulation of hormones in our body. So that is why um, uh, this thing of saying avoid fatty foods, we need to be specific. We need to say avoid saturated fat because uh, saturated fat is the one that comes from animals. You know, the the, the um, skin, uh, the chicken skin, um, the fatty meat, 
that is where the situated fat comes from. But the ones that co- that comes from the the, the mentioned um, uh, food items like your seeds, your oil, your olive oil, and even the uh, the pumpkin seed oil, it's very healthy and it's um, it's involved in, um, in in regulating your hormones. But with all the food groups, that we recommend that we do everything in moderation. Just because we say um, this oil helps with regulating the hormones, it doesn't mean with every meal we pour this oil. It doesn't work like that. Let's go to Anonymous who's holding on the line. Good evening, Anonymous. Yeah, good evening, my sister. And good evening to your guest and the listener. Evening. I, I, I just have a question, and my question is, what nutritional food can somebody take that will help him, you know, in his staying power? I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking of fertility now. I'm talking of staying power during sexuality. You know, you want to last long. You don't want to... Just say after one round you are you are off. You want to stay okay. long. What nutritional uh, food can somebody take that will help him? You know, that's my question. Okay, as I've been talking about the importance of carbohydrates or starches in providing energy, I always see the internet bashing this food group. Um, stop eating starch to be healthy. So it's not that starch is not healthy. It's the type and the quantity that you are having that is going to give you health issues. But starch is the most preferred form of energy um, for our bodies. If your daily energy requirements is 2,000 calories, 50 to 60% of that needs to come from your starchy food. So I would say include whole grain starches in your diet for energy. And then you balance that with protein, you balance that with a fruit or a vegetable and healthy fat. But for energy, anything to do with energy, we involve starches. When you're not taking, um, uh, you're not uh, including starches in your diet, you're going to have energy issues. All right, so starches, but the healthy type of starches, and you mentioned whole grain starches, and there are also uh, vegetable starches that are that we should be taking, and that will increase the the, the, the amount of time and longevity yeah. in the bed. It's yeah. a good question, actually, because sometimes yeah. we, we neglect the fact that our diets have anything to do with uh, sexual performance. And now that we know, could the same be said for females as well? So if a female is taking enough um, healthy starches, then they might might uh, have, uh, uh, you know, more energy during their sex um, encounters. Yes, and also um, everything in moderation. Once One portion of starch is 250 ml cup. We measure it with 250 ml cup. Uh, we shouldn't say that, oh, they said starch gives us energy. Now we are having a mountain of fat that is going to make us sleep. So 250 ml portion. And if we are overdoing it, maybe... 250 and a half, but uh, we want you to have 250 meals of patches. Let's go to a voice note. Hello, ma'am. It's Lion here. I just wanted to ask you what uh, effect does uh, energy drinks and the fused drinks do? What effect do they have on their sexual life? And uh, is it true that uh, a woman? Uh, who's breastfeeding and drinking beer will produce more milk for the baby. 
Thank you. Yo, 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 yo. That last part. <laughs> the last part. Drinking beer and breastfeeding. Poor child. Mm, this is probably true. I used to work in, in a public hospital and this are some of the advices that some people would give women and there was a specific brand uh, of, of beer that was prescribed by the old people at home. Um, to have the, to increase um, your breast milk supply, but in actual fact, is alcohol is actually going to decrease your your breast milk production. So if anyone wants to increase their breast milk production, is they need to um, express milk frequently. The more you express, the body feels that there is um, increased need of milk, so the production increases. Hmm. And 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 the first half of his question. Okay, the, the other question was um, energy drinks. Okay, mm. energy drinks, they, they are more to do with, with caffeine. As we know that uh, caffeine can give us energy, but we shouldn't consume more than 200 milligrams of, 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 of uh, caffeine in a day. So one energy drink, and we don't uh, consume that big, big, big um, can. So just a little one. So... Um, if we consume over 200 milligrams of calcium, that is going to be a health issue. It's going to be a risk for diseases such as high blood pressure, and we don't want it. So energy drinks uh, can help, but we don't recommend that you people live on those. If you are having balanced meals in between, you snack with healthy snacks such as uh, your fruit, your low-fat yogurt, if you snack with your nuts, you should have adequate energy. Yeah, within the day. What was the second question? No, that that was that with the with the energy drinks. Now, when you talk about caffeine, it seems you know caffeine is also a bit of a culprit there. But other people will drink coffee and energy drinks, and you know throughout the day. How how bad is this for your sex life and your sperm count and fertility? Okay, when when it comes to coffee, we say you shouldn't consume more than uh, three cups in a day. In a cup, we are referring to a 250 ml. So coffee is allowed, but not more than three cups in a day because um, too much caffeine is is not good for for anyone's health and for the fertility as well. So everything should be done in moderation. Then when it comes to energy drinks, like one would have around 60 milligrams of 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 um of caffeine. So if you're going to have two, you're already on one sixty. Having three, you're already ex- exceeding your your two thousand milligrams recommendation. Uh, last question here we've got from Anonymous before we close off. Uh, Anonymous says, uh, everything we eat uh, digested and stored as fat by the body. Does a vegetarian diet improve hormonal and sexual activity? Okay, um, you know, I, I'm not um, promoting any diet that restricts one. If someone wants to follow a vegetarian diet, we can guide them on how to meet their protein requirements because multiple don't meet their protein requirements. Their iron require. We can guide them on that. But a vegetarian diet, if it's not done properly, it can lead to nutrient deficiencies such as vitamin B12 deficiency, iron deficiency. I am pro a diet that is well balanced, that contains everything in moderation. Moderation is king. Moderation is key. Voice notes. Um, Patricia, hello. 
My name is Mandla. I'm from Christian Northwest. Um, I love biltongs. How? What is the disadvantage of eating biltongs? And I, I drink a lot of water. I eat a lot of veg and veggies and fruits. But my case is on the biltong. I love biltong a lot. And after that, I drink a lot of water. And I do have a, a stamina. I mean, when it comes to sex, I do have a a long, a long, a long stamina. Thank you very much. Ah, you've got a long stamina. <laughs> breaking, uh, you know, breaking, breaking. You, you are fine, when Amos. But yeah, biltong. I mean, biltong, how bad is it? And how does it affect negatively or positively on uh, the diet? Okay, uh, biltong is one of the high-protein snakes that we can have. But the problem with it, we are over-consuming it. Only 30 grams of biltong should be enough to snack with. As soon as you exceed that, remember it's um, high in salt as well. So we're going to be exceeding our daily salt uh, requirements. So if you're going to be having biltong, that is a good snack, high in protein, but have it in moderation, not more than 30 grams. Not more than 30 grams. Okay. You know what? I think, uh, Muluko, it's, 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 it's a lot that we are learning. Um, and it's very clear that our diets do affect our sex lives. It does affect our fertility and male sperm count for both males and females. But we did not know these things until today. So clearly... There's a lot that we need to understand about what we consume in order for us to be healthier, even in our sex lives. Thank you so very much for joining us. It's a pl- I actually enjoy this. I have never enjoyed a radio interview like this one. Uh, we should do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our A-team guests inviting yourself back. Definitely we will do it again. And you know you know what, uh, when I'm a local, this, this is this is the A-team. This is home. This is family, you know. So we, we speak openly and honestly. And all we want to do is just educate each other so that our lives can be better. No one True. wants a boring sex life. So we want spices in that sex life. Uh, life we want our bedrooms to be steamy that is very true <laughs> it's been such a great pleasure um i know that you're practicing so some people might want to uh come for consultations please give us uh, contact details websites and so on okay my website is www.dietitianmoloka.co.za and then um our office line is zero one two double eight zero three triple zero Zero one two double eight zero three and triple zero, and then on Facebook I'm Dietitian Moloko, Instagram Dietitian Moloko, and also on Twitter. Excellent. Looking forward uh, to another engagement with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a great pleasure. Well, that was uh, our segment for um, Late Night Conversations as we speak, Closet Conversations. Very important for us to look after our health. So I think health is is key even to our sex lives. So watch your diet, watch what you're eating. Um, and if you are having serious, serious issues and you are watching your diet, I think the next best step, like our dietitian said, go and seek medical advice see that medical professional who might be able to diagnose and find out what's happening with your body it's uh it's it's uh, now uh, what uh eight minutes before midnight how's about some good music 
if you've still got some uh, questions and comments around diet and uh, fertility for males, please do send them to our WhatsApp number 0614 104 107. Uh, but between now and then, let's play some good music.